Hey, thanks for tuning in to Supply Chain, the secret sauce of business for every business. If you don't have a good supply chain, you're missing the secret sauce. This podcast is also on our YouTube channel, Supply Chain, the secret sauce. So if you want to check out the video, please do that. We try to bring you the best in supply chain, the most innovative, the most interesting people. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, on this episode, we're going to talk to the chief supply chain officer of SwagUp. They're a company that delivers swag to consumers and businesses. It should be very interesting. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to the show today. Very excited to have on our show, Mr. Prashant Shah. And currently he serves as SwagUp's chief supply chain officer based in Piscataway, New Jersey. Pashan joins SwagUp with 17 years of senior level management experience in supply chain and logistics. He was born and raised in India and came to the USA in 2001. He started his studies in engineering, but quickly found his way into the United States Marine Corps. In that office, he served after 9-11 with his country against terrorism. He served eight years in the Marines and was medically discharged due to injuries in war in Afghanistan and Iraq. Thank you for your service, Prashant. Appreciate that. And welcome to the welcome. show. Glad to Thank have you. Me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. Swag up and supply chain and leadership. <laughs> We're going to cover a lot of topics today. It's going to be fun. No, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Cool. Well, the first topic is a lot of changes in supply chain. A lot of experience has left the supply chain. So that depth just doesn't seem to be there as people have retired or, or gone on to other industries after COVID. How has that change affected your approach to leadership in building supply chain teams? No, absolutely. As you, as you mentioned, a lot of experience has been left. Um, so it, it does hurt a depth of the knowledge that we always look for in any of the company or any teams that we're building or I, I'm building at this point. Um, with my role as a chief supply chain officer, SwagUp, our team is not as humongous as another companies like Amazon's and Target's and Macy's World. Um, however, still, I still look for a quality individuals. And um, the one thing I definitely look for is someone uh, to be very open-minded because the company that I work for is still very young and uh, we are still a startup. So we want someone not just to bring all the experience in one shot, but we are looking for individuals who can bring it in phases. So a lot of time I, I, we are not able to bring in a uh, 30 year of experience right away because they may not be needed at that point. We need someone who is open-minded and bring us and scale up quickly. And then we make a different decisions from there and just add layers as needed as we growing up. So for my side and where I am sitting, it is not as tough, but I have heard from my colleagues or my my friends in the industry that they are uh, they are looking for the right talent, and it is getting tremendously hard to get one uh, on a timely fashion. So yes, it has it has done quite a bit of damage uh, throughout the last few years. It's true, right? Um, that experience is is tough, but you know things have changed too. So and in, in to some degree, the the people in place nowadays are are uh, learning quite fast uh, as the supply chain um, 
changes quite rapidly in terms of technology, what's available, how to use it, all that sort of stuff. I guess the next question would be, you know, how do you build a high performance team around supply chain today? What are your, what's your method to your madness? No, absolutely. So, um, I, I have a very simple, uh, simple method. I tend to focus more, uh, you know, as we used to say, people process technology. I tend to focus 70% on the people, 20% on tech, and uh, uh, t- uh, 10% on a process at that point, depending on what's go- ha- uh, going to happen or what's happening. Uh, one of the things that I also make sure that the team, that the current team uh, is continue to push towards gaining more knowledge uh, and understanding not just where the supply chain as an industry is going, but as what industry we are in and what, where we stand within our own industry. Um, because that is also extremely important. Uh, perfect example in promotional industry, um, half of the companies do not have a supply chain, end-to-end supply chain, uh, and uh, some of them do. So it also now again, it, it's it's a half and half show basically to going going and understanding that side of the talent and what promotion industry itself is doing. Um, but if you go into retail side now, everyone has a warehouse, everyone has a logistics, everyone has a procurement team. Uh, so it's an end-to-end supply chain um, uh, functions that are happening now. For that perspective, now you need a different kind of talent who understand more holistic view. Uh, where I'm sitting right now with SwagUp, we are looking for all the individuals, uh, individuals who can understand and um, put all the pieces together because we are end-to-end supply chain. Um, and um, uh, the one one another items that or other things that I do to make sure is that anyone who comes in, let's say a new individual comes in, we continue to keep an open mind because we do not know what kind of uh, vision they bring in, what kind of observation they bring in into. It doesn't matter their roles or responsibility. It could be uh, an hourly associate or it could be a VP of supply chain. It does not matter. Um, I think that's one of the key things that I'm looking into to build, continue to build my team um, from outside in. Um, while on a day-to-day perspective, as I said, continue to push them to learn. Uh, absolutely. Um, not just a supply chain perspective, but I also wanted to want them to understand how the economics play, micro and uh, macroeconomics play uh, in, in, in the larger scale. So they, as they grow into their role, they can make a sound decisions. Um, a very good example, my procurement manager, um, when she started with us, uh, she was very wholly focused on how promotional industry does. Once she started understanding how um, um, micro and macroeconomics works, uh, she was much, much better in making those decisions and started doing good job in negotiation contracts with our, uh, with our vendors. So that's a good example to have. And, and, and now we are, we are much better shape than where we are a year ago when it comes to uh, product management or product margins. Um, so uh, business perspective, that's where I focus on leadership perspective again, I don't want the I don't want to have ten Prashans running around. I want everyone who is has a different pros and cons or opportunities and strength in the leadership connect well with each other and create a good uh, good environment and good team. So it sounds like really important is is engagement. Everybody's engaged in the goals and what you're trying to get accomplished. And that diversity of leadership. There's not like one person that you know kind of runs the roost. It's it's having the multiple people, different views, different visions. That's right. great. And then learning was the big thing that, that you shared. It was, it was really just making sure everybody is continuing to learn.
different things. That's great. That's Correct. a great recipe. Love yeah. it. And one of one of the great pet peeves I give it to my team is that uh, on daily basis or or even a quarterly basis, how are they how are they manage whatever you mismanage, you will lose. I think that is very important for them to know. Um, as they are as in the leadership, they have to manage sometimes people, process, and technology. So if they mismanage any of those, they will lose. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Right. So take that on. Full in. Yes. Good point. <laughs> well, you know, and then there comes the systems. I'm going to kind of jump to the system part of it. Like there's Mondays and Slack and email. How do you, for high-performing teams and leaders like that, how do you recommend they, they use those tools in the right way so that they can uh, make the best use of time? Absolutely. So I have came from all the bigger companies where we where we did all the decision makings via email. Um, for the last couple of the companies that I have worked with, Slack has to Slack has taken quite a bit of a role in day-to-day decision makings. Even some of the high level or a big picture decision makings, we do it on the Slack and my email communication has gone from 100% to probably 5%, uh, which was definitely a culture shock for me, but I believe is extremely effective to do it on a Slack or uh, something along that line. A lot of individuals also use Microsoft Teams um, to to do so, which I have used that in the past as well, which is also very effective. Uh, Currently, we are working on a Slack channels or Slack, I can say, and Uh, it has become much easier to quickly make decisions instead of going through a lot of formalities that we go through on an email that does waste um, quite a lot of leaders' time or executive times. And we use the emails on more formal communication than informal itself. So definitely a step up. Uh, I will say if someone like me who is experienced in a big uh, companies or has only used emails is definitely going to be a culture shock. But I, I... I can assure that it it is only gonna give back your time back and a lot of stress 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 free environment for sure. Yeah. So do you set do you set up Slack in terms of projects that your your team's working on or goals that you're you? Yes, we have done both. We have channels for different uh, teams, like we have procurement team, we have uh, logistic team, and so forth. Um, I have also created channels just for leadership to talk out any issues they have. And in in a way, it's just not the leadership for the same pillar, but I have a leadership channel for the whole supply chain so they can see end-to-end issues and understand when they make a decision, how it affects to another department or how it trickles down or trickle up. Um, and I think that's important for them to understand uh, how it affects when they make the decision. So they they continue to learn in their uh, current roles and also uh, get ready for the future roles as well. Uh, and, and the others, we ha- also have individual. Slack does a good job with individual just communication to certain ones, cert- certain uh, uh, employees or whatnot. Um, and there's also a locking system that you can only put certain people in, in the channels and so forth. And you can continue to talk and build bo- uh, build a relationship, have a great bonding. Um, another portion of the Slack channel is also that somebody, when somebody sends out our um uh, Google Docs or whatnot, we have uploaded that as well. So all Google Docs or any documentation PDF stays in Slack channel. So we don't have to go back and forth via email. It just stays in there. So 
that is also some um, you know companies can do that or leaders can do that just to maximize uh, their efficiency and productivity around uh, communication. Awesome. I think that's great. That's a great way to keep everybody in communication and know what's going on in the organization and, and everybody's in tune and aligned. That's awesome. And AI is coming, right? So AI is here, actually. Right. Uh, you know, Jet, GPT and all those sort of things. Uh, Jasper, do you use uh, any AI in your supply chain presently? Uh, right now, in fact, our dev team is uh, building one just for us. We do not have, as of currently, we don't have a TMS or WMS for the for the company. Instead of buying outwards, we were now we are building our own, uh, which is also going to work with our AI and automate a lot of uh, tasks that we do. Um, and it should be ready by end of the year. Uh, and then we're just going to take off from there. That's my, that's my vision and the hope, um, uh, you know, com coming out of it. And we have a very good dev team that, that continue to build uh, uh, good products. So absolutely. And, and, we're, and so just generally on supply chain, right? How do you see where AI would fit in, like you look five years down the line? Where do you think it's most interesting? I would say I'll give you a very good example. A lot of small companies, especially in the procurement side or the sourcing side, uh, they do not have um, uh, how can I say capacity, financial capacity to build their own, so or buy it or uh, or lease it and so forth from another companies. Uh, so what AI is, uh, uh, or even to use many payroll to expand, right? Like right now. If a sourcing or procurement team has 100 people in there, 50% of the time they are doing data entry uh, because if they don't have a good product uh, vendor management system, then they are continuing to do data entry. AI is definitely going to help out to streamline all that information that comes back and forth from the vendors instead of vendor uh, and uh, a procurement team doing email communications or Slack channel communications. This is all going to get be done by AI. If you ask the right question to the AI, AI will spit out their information, which is going to look into your, uh, let's say we use Salesforce as our order management system. It can look in the information and spit out the information to the vendors and vice versa. And I think that will definitely reduce a lot of work because when you have a teams like sourcing and procurement, you want them to work on uh, margins. You want them to be part of decision-making or they should be making decisions when it comes to product margins or service margins, uh, depending on the company or industry. Uh, however, even in today's environment, a lot of those teams does a data entry. And I believe that is a, a loss of talent uh, that, that uh, leaders don't like to see that, especially myself, I don't like to see that. So uh, how can I improve a uh, company by utilizing the 100% of the talent? And I think AI can definitely do that. Uh, even on the sales side, I see I have seen, uh, I know it's not a supply chain, but it's still, sometimes it is a part of a supply chain, depending on who you work for. Um, a lot of big, uh, uh, big retail companies, when I used to work for Bed Bath & Beyond and Macy's and Target, we used to have a sales um, sales team, uh, sorry, um, uh, reverse logistic and service team, customer service team in the warehouse itself. And we used to get the calls from individuals, um, package issues or whatnot coming back to them. And we have teams after teams just working to resolve some of the issues. We, you can plug in an AI where uh, now the uh, information or the question that the customer may have 
it can directly come back uh, come back as a communication to the customer without without waiting for someone to type in or email or somebody's shift hasn't started and so forth and loss of time. I think that will definitely help out with the AI perspective. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting to see where AI lands in so many facets, but especially supply chain. There's, there's right. great vehicles. Those are great ideas. And I'm sure that we'll see those in the near future. Thank you for no, sharing your concepts. Absolutely. And with AI, I know there is a um, I talk to a lot of people uh, inside and outside of the company, and there's there's a fear of AI too, right? And uh, I always tell my team, I say AI is not taking the job; it's the it's it's the person who is using the AI is probably going to take away your job if we don't continue to learn. Yeah, yeah, it's going to progress. Uh, supply chain always does, and exactly. it's the backbone of any business. So you're right. Good point. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to spend a little bit of time on on Swag Up. Um, tell me about what you're solving in supply chain for companies. Sure. So, as uh, as I mentioned, we are in the promotional industry. Uh, supply chain is probably the least uh, developed areas in promotional industry. We we still don't have a good vendor management system good uh, ERP system that connects to all the vendors. We have about 600, 700 vendors that we would like to communicate to them on daily basis, but we, there's not one system that can help to solve all the issues that we have, not just in promotion industry, even just for swag up. So what we are trying to solve is the ease of communication between the vendors and ourselves, the ease of uh, understanding their issues and how we can solve it from them and vice versa. And for the supply chain in, in our sector or section is how can we bring in um, um, a value to our customer. Um, we used to, when we join, when I joined uh, Swaga, we used to uh, send the merchandise between 28 to 35 days because it's all customized. So it does take time to custom the product and then send it, uh, the cycle of it. And uh, now we have brought down to under 20 days. Um, and that's that's a 35 to 40% better than what it was, but just by collaborating with our vendors, uh, making sure the supply chain team is do, uh, you know, continue to improve and the expectations set with the customers are also solid. So those are the things that we are trying to, and I'm trying to uh, make sure we continue to improve, which is customer service, customer expectations, as well as the time that end-to-end -end supply chain takes to grab the product in and out of the buildings. Wow, that's uh, that's a big piece of the pie there that you're trying to solve in the supply chain. That's great. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> an easy easy thing to do. So no, I, I would say we we found a light at the end of the tunnel. I can say once you start solving one piece at a time, and as I said, we were at 35 days. Now we brought it down under 20 days. That already shows us that we can do that. Yes, it's never going to be one or two days because we are work for customization. We customize all the product and it does take time to engrave and screen print and embroidery merchandise. Uh, but we can also bring down to a very low number of days where customers now don't have to wait for three, four, five weeks. That's awesome. And that's a great customer experience in the end, which is wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hear you're going to be speaking at the Home Delivery Show uh, June 14th through the 15th. Is that in Philadelphia, right? That is correct. 
Well, that's exciting. Um, do you know your topic yet of what you're going to be talking about? Yes, uh, we'll be talking about sustainability and accessibility to the capital, uh, especially for the supply chain companies. And that is a very interesting topic uh, as uh, the capital has definitely um, has seen a resistance from a VCs or a funding perspective in the recent months, uh, or I was almost a year now, it's been drying up uh, quite a bit for a lot of small and medium companies. So that will be a very interesting uh, topic to work on or or to even discuss about. Uh, and sustainability perspective, um, I'm all about ESG principles. I want to make sure that um, the companies that we are dealing with are also following the best way possible the ESG principles as well. I'm also currently working uh, with InSwagUp to bring in the emission report for any companies, the 4,000 clients that we have, 4,000 companies we have, uh, to show them that, hey, if they, if they have a package or shipment coming, what the, what the carbon footprint looks like on those shipments. So now they also understand when and how to order, and they can also report out to their investors or their company executives. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Wow, that should be a fun show. So if you're not going to the Home Delivery World show, everyone, check it out. Um, it sounds like a great presentation is underway. Appreciate your time, Prashant. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your experience in supply chain and looking forward to our next discussion at some point in the future. Absolutely. Thank you, Wade, and thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Really appreciate your support. Wanted to let you know, www Supply Chain the Secret Sauce. It's where you can find all the podcasts as well as subscription-based supply chain consulting. We are supply chain rapid scale experts at Supply Chain Secret Sauce. We repair, strengthen, and bulletproof supply chains for companies growing at an exponential pace. You can find us at www.supplychainsecretsauce.com. Again, thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.